Welcome to Mental Health Matters, a podcast that accompanies the Observer Reporter's year-long series on mental health issues in southwestern Pennsylvania. In each episode, we will examine different aspects of mental health and talk to the people that deal with and are affected by these issues, because mental health matters. Welcome to another podcast edition of Mental Health Matters. I'm staff writer Dave Singer sitting down with Sam Anderson of EAP Services with Washington Health System. Sam, welcome. Thank you, Dave. It's nice to be here. What is EAP? I was saying the acronym there. What is EAP? Well, you know, it really is what it is. It's employee assistance programs. As I look at EAP, that's exactly what it is. We try to assist employees. And what kind of work goes on there? You're meeting with a counselor. It's sometimes a referral by an employer. Um, what are the types of things that would be referred to EAP, and what kind of help can a person get there? We hope that most employees come to us on their own. If you have an EAP program, that's normally well recognized as far as uh, uh, your employer lets you know that the program exists, and that we hope that most people will come to us on their own. Sometimes uh, folks are sent to us through their employer. Maybe they've failed a drug test, or maybe they've uh, elicited some type of behavior in the workplace, and the employer is thinking, we really want to help this person. And again, that's always the key to our work, that we are there to, to help uh, we're there to help with whatever problem the person presents and, and hopefully get their life uh, uh, back where they'd want it to be. One of the angles here that I was able to talk with Counselor Chuck Porch, whom I've met with through yes. EAP mm-hmm. Services, said that this is a mutual benefit service for both employers and employees. How, how is that? from the employee's standpoint, if they're wrestling with an issue, that can be quite taxing. It takes away, I always think of something as simple as joy of life. Are they, are they enjoying their life? And it's, it's hard to enjoy your life if you're struggling with an addiction or, or a relationship problem, going through a divorce, uh, having difficulties with your children. So we try to help them in that way. At the same time, if you have a person with those issues in the workplace, it can start to take a toll on everyone who they work with. And so our hope is that if we can help folks through these situations, it does help them and the employer. We also hope that someone might be more productive. Um, You know, we actually at times find employees who are best served when they realize this job is no longer for me. And they realize that I've been in a job that's not feeding me anymore and, and, and that maybe it's time for me to move on and, and make a change. So, you know, we try to help in that kind of, uh, I, I guess, more global sense. Um, to the localized sense, if a person does want to, and they do enjoy their job and it's auxiliary problems, outside problems that they're having difficulty with, you put it in terms that this is an investment for employers, that this is a, almost preventative medicine and that it's not an expensive thing to do. Can you talk about that? It's not an expensive benefit. Most EAPs charge somewhere around $2 per employee per month. And that includes service for their family members as well. And so that's that's helpful to know that employees can not only seek help for themselves, but also for their, their family members. On the investment side, it's a very interesting thing. I've never had an employer ask me specifically, how much money will we save? They, they don't ask that. You think that they would. If we have an EAP, how much can we expect to save? Uh, people simply don't ask that. But what, what I'm starting to see is that employers do believe that their best asset is their employees. And they realize, I think they're aware today that everybody struggles with something. 
and they no longer see this as an isolated thing with a few employees. They realize that everybody struggles with things. Everybody has moments. Um, I have a friend right now who's dealing with cancer. Well, you know, that's taking a toll on him emotionally as well. So his employer would certainly want him to, to seek help, really for his own benefit, uh, even if it doesn't so much impact the bottom line. Cancer, a physical thing, physical ailment. How do we in American society approach things like cancer, physical ailments, as opposed to mental health? I do find that people are more willing to seek help for a physical problem. If you break your leg or if you have an issue like cancer, nobody thinks twice about seeking help. If you have a mental health problem, uh, it's often difficult to get the individual to raise their hand to say, I need help. They, they still see it perhaps more as a weakness or, um, you know, it's not something that you can see or touch or feel. If someone's been depressed all of their life, that's all they know. And so they don't know what it's like not to be depressed. So sometimes they don't even realize they, they have an issue. But it's much easier, again, if people have a physical problem, they want the best, they want treatment as quick as they can. When we get into addiction and we get into mental health, they're a little more reluctant to come in. But this isn't, as you said off microphone, this isn't the principal's office. Uh, no, it's, it, it's not the principal's office. Sometimes that's our reputation. And so that's something we always talk about stigmas. That's one of the stigmas we have to wrestle with at times. And, and, and that is to say that, no, this is a place to come for help. This is a place to come for a, a conversation. I'll give you an example. Just this in this past year, we've added coaching services to our EAP. Uh, coaching to most folks sounds a little more friendly than counseling. And, and so we've actually added coaching because, one, we think it's beneficial, but we also think it's a way of softening the EAP a little bit. We've also added work-life services where employees can call us if they want to speak with a, a lawyer or a financial person or an elder care expert, that it's no longer just about counseling. Uh, the work-life uh, uh, piece of what we do is now very big. We've been talking to Sam Anderson, Director of EAP Services. In our next podcast, we'll be talking to Chuck Porch. As a little teaser, do you want to give us any inkling of how best an employee or, or anyone should approach a counseling session? Perhaps not make such a big deal of it. And to think of a counseling session as having a conversation. There's something that I'd like to talk about. And then you kind of see where it grows from there. A lot of people walk out of their first session saying, gee, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, which tells us that they, they think this is going to be, you know, uh, such a difficult thing. And they think, I actually kind of enjoyed that. You know, it's been a long time since someone actually asked me about me and then actually sat and listened. And it's a, it, it, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to have someone who actually listens to you and, and maybe gives you some advice and direction. Sam, thanks for joining us this morning. You're welcome, Dave. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Mental Health Matters. For more information on this podcast and the project, visit www.observer-reporter.com backslash mental health.